Hey, greetings fellow Sligant agents in the wild. It's your trusted handler welcoming you once again to the Digital Rage Room. Well, here it is, episode 7, our season 14's finale. But before we get this train going down the tracks, or rather, get this train rolling again, see what I did there? We got some shoutouts. My favorite part of the intro. First one goes out to our newest YouTube subscriber, Channing Dead Knight. Sounds like the opposition in a boss fight. <laughs> Hell yeah. Welcome to the channel, Mr. Dead Knight. Next, we have a shout out to our good friend of the show, James Walker, who's gone deep into our archives, looking like he's at the finale of season one. He says, Sammy, loving your dragon board Tyrannus. He's badass, brother. As somebody who DM'd that, I can only say, so true. In case you agents aren't familiar with our season one campaign, Riders on the Storm, Sam was a special guest during that season's two-part finale. So check it out. Yeah, Riders on the Storm was definitely one of my favorites. Anyways, we have a different season finale to deal with at this moment. So let's warm up our dice and top off our glasses. Roll the Hard 20 podcast presents episode seven of our Delta Green homebrew scenario. Lot 27. Oh, and don't worry. We still have the after action report and the epilogues. And yeah, they're already in the can. <laughs> All right, so. We're in the home stretch. I actually thought last episode was going to be the last episode. I think I might have even announced that at the beginning, but I think we're definitely, definitely at it. How you guys well, feeling? Let's do it. All right, ready? Let's lead this shit in. Fucking ready. Greetings, fellow slingers. Welcome back to World Hard Twenty Podcast. It is I, your trusted handler, Brian, and with me, the hard slingers of your. Oh yeah! Time to finish it. Episode 7 of our homebrew Delta Green scenario, lot number 27. You guys are on board the California Zephyr, moving through the Rocky Mountains. We found out that a little girl is missing on board the train. You believe that Deacon Gray and a few of his followers have procured a private car at the back of the train. And as you were moving through the Rocky Mountains, the train started to slow down and come to a stop. The engineer had came over the intercom saying that one of the hop cars that carries sand in them to prevent winds from buffering the train had toppled over onto the tracks and currently they have a service crew en route to clear that. The train sits on the tracks. Nobody is allowed to move between their respective cars Certainly nobody beyond the private cars. And the train sits here for quite some time. So we are unable to leave our car to any of the other cars? You could try to get the conductor to grant you access to one of the private cars, but as a regular... Not the private, of, just the other cars. Are we able to go Oh, you to can go between the other cars. You can go between the diner car okay. and... You can go to the observation lounge. You can go to the whatever else they have on board. No, that's but, cool. Okay. 
because I wanted to make sure that I we had access to go to those private cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe no, not you, go through them, but get to them. Yeah, you could get down to as far as you can go in that hallway, but you can't gain access to them. Your room key will not grant you access to those. Okay. Um, I, so I've informed Adesso and Makamura about the situation. Mayhaps we can go help those. Mr. Archer find his kid in there, or at least be there. We can observe to see who's going in and out of the cars. No one's getting off the cars on the outside, right? No, your guys are on a mountain at this point. You're nowhere near a, a train station. You know that your next stop is Glenwood Springs, Colorado. Okay. Well, I'll, you know. I'll, uh, I, I think that we should be down there, maybe spread out a little bit so it doesn't look like we're all together necessarily. But I'm going to keep an eye out for that conductor. I'm going to keep an eye, an eye out for Mr. Archer and see if they're going to be going into those cars to look for the kid. Okay. Tone, are you on? I am on. Okay. I was just trying to think of something to say that wouldn't duplicate what Sammy said. Okay. Five hours into it, the conductor makes his way towards the back of the general population car and approaches the private cars. Do I see him with anyone else? Is it just on his own? He is just on his own. Okay. Does he have hair, by the way? He does. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I'm going to check it real quick. It's not a wig, is it? No. <laughs> Make an alert. Just check if you want. Are you back there by uh, that I'll door? I'll do that just for fun, yes. Okay, go ahead. 58 out of... I think I missed it. 53. No. It's coarse looking. It could be real. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, do I see him moving to the, the car? You do. You see oh, him. Okay. Pull out a card. Sir, um, I'm sorry. Did I forget? Was it Lewis? Was Lewis your name? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Al, I, right? You're Al? Yeah. Yeah, hey. I met you earlier. Any luck with Mr. Archer and his kid? I'm afraid not. Uh, we did radio down back to Ganby Station. And they believe that they found a missing girl back there. Loosely fits the description. Um... We've been out of radio contact for some time right now. Uh, it's very spotty up here. So we're still waiting for confirmation back to see if that was her or not. Uh, the parents are very hopeful it is. But you know, I, I would really hate to get their hopes up just to have them dashed again. Okay. So I, I, earlier we had talked about you hadn't been able to maybe see if she's in these cars here. Did you... Were you going to do that now? Were you guys going to look? Yeah, I'm going to start heading back that way. I'm going to talk to some of the guests, see if uh, they found a wandering girl or if they had seen her or something like that. Um, you got to remember, we're, we're not really, we don't have a whole lot of authority on the train here. Um, we could only inquire to the best of our ability without being so overbearing that... Uh, you know, people with their rights these days and everybody takes offense to everything. And, you know, we have policies that are in place now that prevent us from getting to that point, unfortunately. Yeah. What was her name? Sarah was the girl. Yes, Sarah. So, yeah, if, if you don't mind, I'd love to tag around. I won't talk to anyone or anything like that, but, you know, I could call out her name or, you know, 
do you have any official capacity? Um, you know, I, I, I hate to be a stickler for this, but if anything goes sideways and they find out we let some civilian start running roughshod, I mean, my ass could really be on the line. And well, I'll follow your lead. Oh, I'm getting a text from Odessa. Hold on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what was that, Tom? <laughs> What's up, Tom? At a game, I would say, show them your badge, but tell them you're off duty. You're not here in any official capacity. You're just like, yeah, I'm I'm actually, you know, since this is a problem, I'm, I'm here to help, but I'm not really here. See if he'll work with you on that. That might be helpful. Like, you're here, but you're not. Okay. Okay. So I'll say, uh, Lewis, come take a look at this, and I'll... I'll Oh, I'll pull <laughs> I don't really go out. that way. It's not Friday yet. Oh, I'll maybe pull out is. my verification. Go. Um, so I pull out my, my verification. No. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out my verica- verification. Say actually credentials. Myself, yeah, my credentials and my myself and my friends were actually, you know, on the way traveling to California um, from one of our from the field office in uh, Chicago. Um, so we actually have some official capacity here, but now. We're not here on official business, so I don't want to make it that, but I have worked in cases, you know, trying to help locate children or maybe if there's some guests that are, are getting a little uh, uppity, I can help maybe persuade them, calm them down, things like that. But it's you're not just letting some crazy uh, civilian run around with you. I'm actually here in, in, a, in a capacity if you need me, and more importantly, if young Sarah and Miss Archer need me. Yeah, uh, that that sounds great. Um, are you strapped? Well, it's not something that we would need to discuss here if we don't want to, but, you know, I can assure you that I can handle myself. Okay, good. I'm going to, um, let's see, how do I want to do this? Let me think how I'm going to, how I'm going to work this. Just give me a moment. Sorry. <laughs> I will, I will, um, reach, you know, when we're talking go, well, I'm going to, I'm going to follow your lead and I'm going to pat him on the back and casually see if I can pull at, 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 uh, does he have a hat on or anything like that? He has a conductor's hat on. Yeah. Okay. Wonky hats. I want to kind of pull on that just not to rip it off, but to see if there's any give or anything like that. You're just, just gonna reach but, up and fucking grab this hat, huh? Well, what I'll do is I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna pretend to kind of trip and like, oh, sh- I'm sorry, God, these never got my train legs on me. I'm trying to see if this is a okay. a wig with a hat and all that because I failed my thing, so I'd much rather. And he's asking if I'm armed, so that kind of raised a red flag there too. Okay. Um, make a dex check. Um, let me, before I do this, I go, okay, I'm going to just one second. I'm going to let my, my, uh, my colleagues know that we got the okay to take a look. Okay. And I'll see, I'll see what he says when I say we can take he's a all, look. He looks at his, his watch and he's like, you know, I, I really got to get going. I got to get doing this. Um, if you want to contact your colleagues and, and advise them, that's great. I'll send um, them a text real quick. Just one, just one second. I know the text here is spotty. Yeah. Make a luck roll. Is 11 enough? It is enough. All right, great. All right. I go, we got, I, I just text, got access, follow me. I'll just give a nod to a Adesso or a Makamura. And so yeah. I'm not going to, I'm going to hold off on ripping the guy's wig off. <laughs> okay. 
he's all uh is he expecting you to wait for everybody so we you all go down that way or are you just letting him know that you're letting them know that you're going with this guy i said we're going in follow okay so, so you want them to follow you yeah i'm just gonna okay. wait for the uh conductor to open the door and we'll go through it i'll just sit there and i'll hold it i'll be a little bold and brash so okay they're coming yeah he, he opens the door and he walks through the threshold to the other side and he says uh, you know if you want to come that that's fine but i can't have you leave the door open for safety purposes no the door my, has my to be closed coming. before absolutely see they're right here you know this, this is oh, there's so many of you well it's only three this of us this is uh this is getting how many a bit much i mean i don't want how many private cars are there event. there's three private cars well then maybe we can each you know search them and we have you know but maybe the you, other two guys can ask but i can't have you do that it has to be me okay i work for amtrak Tell you i what, understand you your guys's concern okami why don't you go with them and makam and i'll hang here okay that would be great guys thank you thank you so much uh yeah, if you, al if you tell yeah uh who no i'm just Adesso kidding will <laughs> lean over to Adesso lean over to each like, you need help just yell okay um so we'll we'll do that so he starts knocking on the door and you see that the way that this is set up there's a hallway that runs right along the port side of the train and the private compartment occupies the entire starboard side of the train okay so he gets halfway down front of the door and he knocks on the door nobody answers knocks again no answer okay let's go to the next car okay well i mean how do how do you know if uh the girl, the girl could be in there. She might have fallen when the the sand car tilted. And... But we have no authority to go in there. They have to allow us access to them. They have to answer the door. We're we're not here in a uh, in a forceful manner. No, well, I know, but isn't there isn't this similar to like a hotel? And you got guys go through and you clean up the rooms and things like that. No, I don't. I don't do that. I just make sure that. Not not you don't you have a cleaning service or something that would once the train is is at the end of the line then yeah then we go through and clean it okay. we don't do it while the guests are on board if they need sheets or, or blankets then they have to request those things we don't turn down rooms during the during our trips we don't okay we don't do I, i'm not familiar i don't have no it's okay it's okay air okami <laughs> <laughs> Don't go goose stepping through the private cars. Well, let me just real quick. He's not speaking in German to me, is he? No, in fact, I probably should just, just making that. sure because he was about ready to get lit up. Didn't even it to go there. <laughs> 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 hey, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. So okay, just making sure. So I, I'm being a hard ass, is what he's saying. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what he's saying. He's like, you know, you're going through. You want to run the jack boots through the trains we really can't do that you know we don't okay well how about this you go ahead and keep checking i'm, I'm just going to see if i can text my friends and let them know that so far nothing is and if you know if they if they see mr archer let them know that we're still looking you know helping them out 
Are you are you a father at all? Have you ever do you have any kids? No, I don't. You can imagine the fear, right? Even, you know, with a little brother or something. So he turns away from the door and he starts heading towards the back of the private car towards the next private mm-hmm. car. Are any of these cars these rooms unoccupied? No, they're all occupied. They're all in fact occupied. they they're in high demand. So yeah, you gotta you gotta procure one of these things long before you even buy your ticket. So do these things have like a fancy roof like we saw in that like is that the what is that, the observatory car or something? Where it's got like the observation lounge. Yeah, they do. They have those. Yeah, they're really neat. They have like a like an awning that's automated so you can close it and it shuts off the sky or you can open it up so at night if you want to be in your room you could see the constellations and whatnot and it's it's a cool little deal it's very expensive though wow so is the idea then you just go and knock on rooms and if no one answers you move on that's the way it's going to have to be right now um do i do i call you agent or I don't. I don't know. Should I call you? Oh, Al's, Al's. Al's my great name. Well, again, I'm on. I'm on a, a trip with my friends. We're going out to the California office. We're not. In, we're not trying to make any official capacity of this. I mean, it would be easy enough to call in and make it yeah. something like that. But I understand we don't want to do that. And it seems like the girl's safe at the uh, at the previous train station. But you know, it's it just gets under my my hide that we can't sit there and. Uh, you know, we're just letting a girl that could be potentially hurt just in silence. It just no, drives I, me drives me crazy. I get I totally understand. He walks up to the next partition between the carts and he pulls out his card and he's about ready to do it. He's like, you know, something does bother me, agent. You can call Okami. me Al. Al Al Kami. You just call me Al, Lewis. Uh, I, I get that, Al, but my concern is, is you introduce yourself as Al Okami, but yet your badge said Kimaru. Yeah, well, I'm not going to sit there and tell my everybody that I'm a an agent right away. I have my name that I travel with. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. And he did make an uh, alertness. An alertness check. He rolled an eight. So, okay. He's like, okay, well, thank you for clearing that up, agent. And he swipes the card. The door opens. He goes into the next car and he knocks on it. The door opens and you see this older, heavy set man wearing a bathrobe and boxers, big old gut. And he looks at the conductor and he looks at you each and he says, oh, not this guy again. What are you and your boyfriend looking for another Susan or whoever she was? She ain't here. Who's that, Harold? Don't worry about it. It's got nothing to do with us. And we rent these cars to have some privacy. What can I do for you? I'm going to let the conductor lead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, Mr. Walski. Um, yeah, he's just he's with me right now. We're We're just wondering if you had seen... A little girl, he's indicating certain height according to his size. Round ponytails off the side, uh, slight freckleish complexion. No, I haven't seen anybody. Her name's Sarah. Sarah. 
Sarah her, Archer. Her name is really... Sarah Archer. Have you heard anybody call for Sarah? No, I haven't. In fact, I rented this this car for privacy, so I wouldn't be bothered. Um, no, I haven't. Okay, well, thank you, sir. I'm sorry for your for bothering you. Um, if you do, could you <laughs> closes the door, slides it right in front of him. Okay, <laughs> I guess we're uh, go down to car number three. So now I'm I'm three cars down, right? You will be entering the third car. Okay. Uh, at that time, so I'm not able to go from car number one, two, and three on my own, right? No. In so fact, how do people they would they would need a card to get between those cars. Okay, so people like car number three, they have access from three to two, and then two to one, so they can get to the correct the food area. Okay. Yes, and it works both ways too. Like say. One family rented one car and another family rented another, but they're on vacation together. They would be able to have access to get to each other's car and play Uno. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I'll, I'll uh, allow, well, not allow, uh, Lewis to go ahead. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting a, a, a text right now. Uh, I want to make sure that I can answer it before we lose contact again. So I'll, I'll be following. Just I'll be a little bit behind. I'm sorry. Sure. Yeah, no problem. Let me uh let me go down to the last car here. And he swipes the lock and he goes through, allows the door to close behind him. Okay, well I'll I'll be in that car with him. Oh, you're going in the car with him. Okay. But I'm just gonna hang out at the back and I'm going to see if I can do something to keep the door open if need be. Which door? The the door from Between so, two and three or the, the door yeah. of the occupants? The the door of from two and three. Okay. So uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll be like, I'm not getting here. I'm I'm getting reception right here. I'll be right in and I'll just start texting and see if he gives me any grief for leaving that door open while he's checking the, the rooms. He walks down and he knocks on the door. And about five seconds later, a buzzer starts going off in a red light above your head, indicating that door is open between oh. the two cars. Okay. And he, he turns around. He's like, Al, please step forward. Okay. Cle clear the clear the threshold or, or or go back on the other side, please. Okay. What I'll do is I'll go I'll go forward, sure. Okay. Into the you, into the cart. Okay. You go forward into the car. At the same time, the sliding door opens to the private car. Okay. And you hear him begin addressing an individual on the other side. Because from where you are just inside the threshold, you really can't see. Right. And he starts the same spiel. I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Um, we're looking for a little girl, about eight years old, with pink tails. Her name's Sarah Archer, and she's gone missing. I'm um, sorry, we, I haven't seen anybody like that. Um, okay, uh, you have, have you heard anybody calling for? No, I can't say that I have. Okay. Um, well, if you do hear anything, please. Don't hesitate to let us know. The parents are extremely worried. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys know. That'll be fine. Okay, well, um, my name's Lewis. Uh, okay, Lewis, thank you. Uh, okay, well, thank you, sir. Was there anything else? No, I'm sorry to bother you, Mr. Bauer. Have a good day. <laughs> I was waiting. <laughs> and he walks away from the door. And he says, 
I'm afraid that's all we can do, Al. Yeah, I had texted my friends and they were saying they've kind of been walking around some of the other cars asking and, you know, not trying to cause a panic, but they didn't find anything either. What what was the room number of the two people that were in there, just in case? Um, like it with the, the, the one with uh, his wife, Ellen, that was in room... Room number what? And what was this other one? Mr. Brower? Mr. Boder? Uh, Mr. Bauer. Yeah. Mr. Bauer. Okay. Yeah. So we know that you've talked to him, you know, so we don't have to worry about bothering him anymore. Okay. No, we, uh, the only ones that we haven't spoke to are the ones in the first suite. Um, I'll try them again later. I don't know if they're sleeping or perhaps they're in the, one of the other forward cars. I don't know. Okay. Well, I can give you my number if you want any more help or anything like that. So I can, I'll jot that down a little bit. And can I note what room number that was that Mr. Bauer was in? It's a suite three. Suite three. Okay. He escorts you back forward of all the private cars and then bids you good day. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Lewis. With Hopefully we'll get some good news. If you can, let me know if, if she turns up at the station. Will do. Thank you. So after Ichi returns from a wonderful, weird little trip with Luis, Luis, um, he approaches Makamura hey. and... <laughs> well, no sign of young Sarah Archer, but it's in car number... Three, I believe it was, and sweet three. There was a gentleman that the Lewis talked to, and he addressed him as they were leaving as Mr. Bauer. The same Isaac Bauer who rented the rooms at the civilian. Correct? At least we think it is. Uh, it'd be quite a coincidence if it wasn't. Well, we got to get to them before they do the ceremony, so... Is the third car the last car on this train? Yeah, and a little bit of a tidbit. They have some sort of awning on the, the roofs of this train that allow access to the beautiful stars and the wonderful blood moon. So uh, they'll be able to coming. conduct the, the ceremony from the train is what, we're, what I'm thinking. Well, we're going to have to hit them before that happens. Do we remember what time the ceremony was taking place? Was it a typical yeah. midnight cult thing or... Do we That's know? what I'm thinking, but we have no way of knowing. It's just we, supposed to happen under the blood moon. Well, we Google Google what time the fucking, uh, what is it, the zenith of the, or the apex or whatever of the full eclipse, when the full lunar eclipse will be happening, and show up five minutes before, bada bing, bada boom, take care of it. <laughs> I will tell you right now. Okay. You would imagine that doing your research, you're able to ascertain that the Super Blood Moon Total Lunar Eclipse will begin at 11.32 this evening. Is there a prediction on when it, when it's at the height for the complete full one? They really can't pinpoint it because at any one given place, it will be different. Mm. They could just say, okay, here's a blanket time when it will cover this entire area, which may yeah. be miles across, but yet... A certain specific area may not have yeah. that. We're looking at mountain time when it would, when it would be the full moon. Yeah. So the hours tick by, and the sun starts going down. Even though you started off fairly early in the morning, 
Everyone's starting to get a little anxious. Everyone on board the train. They've been there forever. It took almost two hours before a service crew was able to come out and then actually ascertain what's going on and begin clearing the track, getting the hopper car righted up. And it's not till 11 hours later that the train starts pulling forward again. At this point, the sun has completely gone down. The stars have started to pop up, as well as a large, beautiful moon. As the train rounds the bend under this large, full moon, you see a quiet little town at the base of the mountains. Lights across the town softly welcome the train as it slows down and comes to a stop. The engineer comes over the intercom and says, Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry for the extensive delay. Accommodations will be made for you at our next stop at Glenwood Springs. If you need us to sign any vouchers for a hotel, we will be more than happy to do so. Care of Amtrak. If not, please feel free to stay on the train. As it is, we will be here for about 20 minutes. And then we will be continuing further on. Thank you. People start to exit the train at this time. We've got to get off the train and post up on the platform to make sure that our box doesn't move. We'll do our standard. Yeah. Okay. Who's on the platform? Edeso is. No, we should have uh, Occam and Okami. Everybody should be on the platform. Well, wait a minute. Let's leave. Um, make, let's let's leave, the Makamura uh, stay on. Yeah, let's have Makamura stay on. Okay. You guys on the platform, go ahead and make your alertness checks. <laughs> Each. 41 under 53. Adesso. 26 over 25. <laughs> Gold balloon. by that much. Boom. <laughs> Each. I almost saw something. <laughs> you almost did. And I'll tell you what you almost saw. <laughs> Each, you notice four men disembarking one of the private cars at the back of the train, carrying a wooden box. And they begin leaving the train behind them as they start walking towards Glenwood Springs. All right. All right. Adesso boards the train real quick to go grab his suitcase. Okay. I'm sure you would have had that with you. Knowing well, if we needed, well, knowing if we needed to jam immediately, you wouldn't have. Is that what I, you feel? I, well, that's why I have mine. I had mine, all my stuff with me whenever I disembark. Well, that would make sense because if they're disembarking and they continue off, we wouldn't really want to get back on the train again. So I guess that makes sense. How are you going to tell Macamura? No, I'll, I'll text gonna... him and say that no. we're going. Okay. No, I'll, Odessa will just jump on and say, Macamura, let's go. Hi. Starts following you. What's that, Mac? Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so as you start following these four men towards the town, you leave the train behind. But not so far that you don't hear somebody scream, We found her! We found her! And you just hear this wail from this woman and a man 
in complete anguish, and you could only imagine the outcome of what has happened. You hear somebody scream out loud, Who was staying in suite one? Was that what the old we... man and, and Ellen? No, they were in suite two. Okay. Well, suite three was someone else, was Mr. Bauer, so okay. Right. Okay. Suite one didn't answer the door. Yeah. You follow these four men who seem very focused on a destination. But as focused as they are, not once do they bother to look back towards the train. Not even hearing this wailing going on. After walking over six minutes, you realize that their halfway point for returning to the train on time has passed. And so has yours. This late in the evening, you see very few people milling about the town. Most businesses seem to be closed for the evening. Odessa checks his phone. Do we have cell reception? It's very spotty. All the while, the still climbing moon continues to dominate the sky. And it causes Deacon Gray's and his men's shadow to stretch across unnaturally over the roads that they traverse, giving them this sinister connotation. They seem to be already familiar with the town as they continue to navigate between buildings, all the while moving towards the town's far side and the base of the mountains that it buttresses against. Make it alertness check. Each. 90. Failed. Adesso. 84. You really can't tell what it is they're walking towards. It just seems to be some kind of a wooden platform right at the base of the mountain. From this distance, the four men stop and begin talking to someone else that's already on the platform. And you see him kind of waving his arms about and pointing this and that. Looks irritated as all hell, as though he's just trying to disconnect from the conversation. You see a brief commotion as one of Deacon Gray's hands extends towards the man. And then the man slumps to the ground. A moment later, you hear this motor begin to spool up off the platform. A few moments later, you see a cart of a sky lift come down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And you see the men get in it. And it starts continuing along the pulley system and starts taking them up the mountain. Okay. Is there another one coming down? There are. That's usually how the thing works. Yep, there's multiple. They're probably about 100 feet apart from each other to prevent them getting wadded up around the pulleys. All right. Oh. Is there any other carts or any of these things moving at all? Like, like, are there people here and doing this? Or There is nobody on these. This thing was, was shut down when they approached this platform. All right. Well, maybe we get, a, we get in one of the opposite carts. Odessa, you put together your... A uh, little friend there, and we can scope and see what they're doing in the cart. As are the, the, what are they called? Skylifts. Skylifts. Yeah, we can see what they're doing, and yeah, if... we're gonna need to leave uh, Makamura at the, at the controls. There are controls down there, correct? There are. Uh, we're gonna tell Makamura you need to stay at these controls because my fear is, 
We get on another car, follow them up. They get to the top of wherever they're going. They get off and they simply turn the machine off and we're stuck 100 feet behind them up in the air and can't do anything about it. So we need to have him there just in case that happens. He can he, follow up on a future one, right? Or, yeah, he just make sure it right? turns on yeah. and then he can get on it. Yeah. They're separate yeah, they're all machines sh- though, right? Mm-hmm. There's two machines. There's one at the top and one at the bottom. Yeah, but either one of them lips. can engage the system and either one of them can shut it off. Okay. Right. So my thought is they'd get up there, get off the train, and then just simply turn it off because they don't need it on anymore. And then we're stuck on it. Versus we have um, Nakamura there. That happens. He turns it back on, leaves it on. They're moving away, wondering, hey, what happened? Ask her, we don't care. We have a time limit to meet. And we can engage them, and he can come back up as Calvary. So, yeah, yeah so let's get on a car, and I'll start assembling my uh, fifty caliber Barrett. And, uh, and also do that with... Uh See if we can uh, get a hold of Heisenberg, and you can put together. We could play with your Legos while you talk to Daddy. I'll put them on speaker. (laughs) Okay. So you get on board the Skylift cart, and it starts taking you up the mountain. You're about 100 feet behind their car. Although it's nighttime, this big moon is starting to illuminate the whole mountain. Make your call. Okay. We'll call Heisenberg. Beep, boop, 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 beep, beep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is the engineer you called. (laughs) (laughs) What do you fuckers want again? (laughs) Yeah. Odesso. We've stopped. We're in the town of Glenwood Springs. Everyone's gotten off. Deacon Gray is here. And they have moved onto a tram, and we're on the tram with them, traveling up the mountain. I'm not sure when this uh, ceremony is going to start. We note that the lunar eclipse is supposed to begin at 23, 22 hours, and um, we're far from any help. Just giving you a heads up. Current time right now is 11.05. Right. What can I do on my end with the amount of time we have right now? I'm not going to be able to get anybody there. Well, then there's nothing you can do. We just want to let you tell if this is the last transmission. And if the end of the world stops or starts, you'll know we failed. Can you get any kind of thermals on the area and see if there if there's a gathering on top of this mountain? Are we walking into a full-blown snake cult up there? Or is it just yeah. a bunch these four losers that are going to go do their little Dungeons and Dragons ceremony? I'm going to need a few minutes to pull a satellite over that try to requisition it i don't even know if i have that kind of pull guys yeah any surveillance you could give us anything at all drones better with the hellfire missile be preferable but if that can't happen give me a few minutes to call you back out so the skylift continues to take you up behind them eventually it reaches the mountains platform they get off and they start walking into the trees Okay. Are they paying About, attention at all to us in the other car coming up? No. Okay. About a minute later, you find yourselves at the upper platform as well. Okay. Odesso, did you ever confirm or deny that this scope has night vision? No, I haven't yet. Uh, or I would have if I'd actually asked the intelligent question. So 
Um, let's cut this out and say, hey, uh, the scope, does it have a night vision? Is it starlight? Is it What is it? We're going to need to make a luck roll for that, Agent <laughs> Adesso. Okay. And Agent Adesso comes up with a 19. 19. A 19. Uh, yeah. Got a starlight scope on that. Outstanding. Outstanding. It's a starlight scope on this. I can just simply glass the other tram and see what's going on and decide whether or not I want to start punching half-inch holes in that tram. Well, they're off the tram. They're off the, the tram at this point, tough guy. Never mind. Okay, That's why so, I um, wanted to see if you had any thermals that we could at least kind of follow and see what direction. We don't want to be on their heels. We want them to get there and get a little comfy, you know? Gotcha. And they didn't turn off the tram, huh? That's nope. good. They didn't turn off the tram. Okay, cool. I'll just glass them and tell them, all right, how many figures can I make out with it? Four. Four. And you all see right. them walking through what appears to be some kind of a game trail. Okay. Let's um, call back to Nak Makamura and tell him he needs to get on the train and get up here. I'll text hey. him just so we're quiet. <laughs> you know, we're, we made it up. Follow up. Confirm if you can if you get this. Hey, copy. Root. Dick pick. All right. Now, the tram ride itself took about ten minutes. Okay. For him to get up there, it's going to be cutting it real close. So, are well, you going to wait for him? No, I think okay. as a matter of fact, I can start engaging them. I don't see any reason to stop. We're up far enough away that even in the sound of this rifle is going to, uh, no one's going to pay any attention. If there are just some big booms in the middle of the night, don't care. Well, I'll okay. make are sure you... that my phone is set up for Makamura to follow me, you know, on those little. Uh... Are you going to stand on the platform and do it off the platform? Or are you going to start going through the, the game trail? I want to go through the game trail because, well, what I want is the best vantage point where I can be stable. Ideally speaking, I'd like to be laying on the ground when I fire this because it's got quite the recoil. And um, we're going to ask the listeners to suspend their disbelief. I know that the rifle hasn't been zeroed. I know that I'm not familiar with it. I know I'm dealing with a cold barrel on the first shot. We get all that. But we're just going to do gameplay here. And what I'd like to do is just be able to figure out a place where I can start taking these guys out. Okay. So you follow this game trail, same one that they traversed, for about a half a mile. And you could see under this large-ass moon that's basically shining down like an omni-light that the trail opens onto a clearing with a dilapidated cabin at its center. Windows long since shattered and gone. The roof is full of holes, granting access for predator birds to nest in the rafters. And a long, unused fire pit out in front. However, one look at the view, and it's understandable why the cabin was built here. It overlooks the entire valley where the town of Glenwood Springs sleeps. And out in front of this cabin is a large ring of jagged rocks that form a circle about 30 feet in diameter. You see the men begin to take up positions within this ring. Each one of them has their obsidian blade in their hand. You see one of the individuals carrying this wooden box and he opens it up. You see another individual reach in and grab this 18-inch tall 
jagged rock and put it in a hole that's two foot wide in the center of this large ring. And he pulls out a jeweler's hammer in one hand and an obsidian blade in the other. And he stands over the hole with the hammer like poised. Engage right now. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to uh, shoot that guy. I, I would say that we also maybe Deacon Gray's the first one we take out, right? Well, the guy with the hammer is going to get it. Okay. okay. And I would say that as you've watched this. Aim. I'm hoping to get a name, yeah. You're going to get a name shot. Hell there yeah. <laughs> Any bonus for that wonderful starlight scout under such beautiful conditions as this full light moon? It blinds no, you. No, <laughs> but you won't, get a, you won't get a penalty, though. Okay. Got it. So, adding 28. And we get ourselves. Oh, God. A 72 under 78. <laughs> nice. Okay. The moon dies. Boom. <laughs> Okay, so here's the deal with this. As I said, there's a lethality rating to this. Right. So what you're going to do is you're going to roll your two percentile dice, and you want to get under 20%. Got it. Under 20. Yes. Just pretend it's alertness. All right. Fucking going on the floor and shit. Yeah, I did. But it's a good thing I did. Uh, Well, I got a 48. Okay. So it's over. So what you do is you add those two dice together. Okay. So it's That's a 12. It's a 12. Oh. You take the head off of this individual. <laughs> Ooh, just showers. The hammer and blade fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. The other three men kind of squat down looking around. That ain't going to save you. Is I'd like to get another shot taken? off. Is if their move was to duck. Well, now we're going to go through initiative. Got is it. one of those men Deacon Gray? Probably. It's possible. How far away are we from this? I want to see you're probably about 30 meters away. Okay. You're right at the edge of the clearing that they were standing in. Since we're fucking Americans, how many yards is that, bastard? 90 feet. Okay. Dude, I'm practically <laughs> on top of them. <laughs> Each. This rifle? <laughs> Shit. You're um, up each. Okay. Well, I am going to stealthily see if I can move down there with my sword out. And just in case, I'm going to have my pistol in the other hand, but easy enough to drop and wield the katana if I need to. Okay. You'll make the distance, but that will be your full action. Well, I want to do it with cover, so I don't. I, I don't want them to see me. You know, if they're sitting there and all okay. that. So it's I'm in an try open to... clearing, though. Oh, and okay. I imagined you guys were rock? at the edge of the clearing. What about the jagged rock and the, all that stuff? That's in the center of the clearing. Well, I'll, I'll try to use that jagged rock as a some sort of cover. Or, you okay, know, they're, they're I mean? only like they're two on feet tall. Yeah, they're only like two feet tall. Well, I'm a short dude. Okay, so you're gonna lay down on the <laughs> okay. ground. No, I. <laughs> okay, no, I will. Uh, if that is the case, then. I will run out into the clearing and stand there and make myself seen. Okay. I'm hoping they don't have firearms. They might, but it won't make much well, of a difference. Well, I'm trying to do that to bring them out. Okay. And then you'll get another shot. And then hopefully Makamura got his ass up the mountain. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm just going to do there and stand there with a gun in one hand, sword in the other. The other individual that was close to the hole 
that still has his head on his shoulders. Pulls out a gun and fires at you each. Damn it. With a 29. That is going to hit. I dodge it. This, doesn't he get a penalty for nighttime? It's a blood moon. So 49. He still hits. <laughs> Tried. The now, you, time, can, you can dodge. But it'll yeah, take your it'll, skill. It, it will take your next move, and you got to have a place to dodge too, which is behind the two foot stones. Oh, well, so if, if I can do that, if I'd you want to do, to do that, that, you can make an athletics check to dodge out of the way of that. Well, fuck yeah, yeah, okay. that'll be fun because I'm I'm looking to try to bring these guys either out or get them running towards that shack or whatever. Go for okay, it. so I need Go to make an athletics. Yeah, there's also a dodge roll, bro. That is the dodge roll. Oh, right. All right, athletics, under 50. 44. You hear the gun go off. Critical success. <laughs> oh, it is, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, good catch. Adesso. The guy that shot at each, he's going to receive one on himself. <laughs> now, you don't get the 20% added this time. Yeah, I figured. But that's okay. I got a 41 under 58. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and we got two doubloons still. Roll, roll your lethality. Lethality is a 21. You missed it by one. Oh. Add them together. That's a three. Oh, three points of damage. That's no fun. That is no Ooh. fun. That is nothing. <laughs> but now he knows he's out in the open. Yes. The two other individuals look at you each. One of them runs to you with his knife out and prepares to engage with you. The other one does the same. Excellent. Each, you're up. I'm up. Shit. Okay. Well, if I'm engaged with these two and what are Odesso's, like, do I, what's the gameplay ramifications on that? Does he at some of them or well he's firing on the third one right now so I well, there's you, two, I took, I two shot total at. right there's three people left oh there's three left okay yes um one with two hit points okay um but that's what i mean like so if there's two of them engaged with me and okay and you're firing on the third got it okay well we're fuck this this is dangerous as hell but we're gonna be bold and we're gonna fucking fight so i'm gonna be uh wielding the katana and trying <laughs> trying to fucking fight these guys <laughs> They both engage me with blades, right? Obsidian blades, yes. Okay. Oh, it'd be so fitting. I got money on each. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. Okay, so uh, does either of them look fancier or more uh, Pope-like than the other? No. I want to find the one that looks like the Deacon Gray. Not, they both look the same. Ah, losers. Okay. Melee weapons, under 53. Let's go. All right, 38, 38 under, under 53. Okay. 38. <laughs> Shit. Good luck with that. Um, and that's a D12, right? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay. One. <laughs> Fucking you one. You nicked him. You nicked him. <laughs> now, you got a gold bloom. I know, but I think I'm going to do that on a hit for me instead okay. of a hit for them. Okay. Because even the if guy, I roll 12, I doubt I'll, I'll kill him. Maybe I will. The guy with the handgun aims at you, Adesso. 
Well, wait a minute. Am I prone and does that count as cover? It's not considered cover as much as concealment. And Got he it. takes a, a negative 20%. That's still yeah. 48. That still hits. Oh, fuck. Even at night? Yes. It's the blood moon. Everyone can see us, dude. Ow. The blood yeah. moon. You take four points of damage. Ow. That hurt. Odessa. That gives you eight or seven? Eight. Okay, so if you get hit again, maybe that's if we, we use the gold doubloon. Got it. Right? Because you don't want to waste it on a four. That's a non-lethal. <laughs> All right, so the guy who sh is the guy who's shooting at me, is that the, okay, yeah, I'm going to shoot at him. Okay. That would make the most sense. And I got a 50 under All right. 50, 58. Yeah. Okay. What's your lethality? One more time. Oh, boy. One oh, more shit. time. I got an 80. Eight okay. Points. So eight points. That's kind of cool the way that that works out. Yeah, it's 2d10 damage. Yeah. How many rounds is that you fired so far? Three out of oh. 10. Okay. From behind you, Adesso. What the? <laughs> you hear this gun crack off. Uh -huh. I rolled a 100. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh. And you're right in front of him. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Gold doubloon. All right. I'm going to use it. Well, I that want, doesn't mean he I hits want... you. No, but chances Hold are. On, well, let's wait, find out what happens first. Yeah, right. Exactly. Call. What is the what is the rules for that? It's at the handler's discretion. Oh, so you're a brother. He's going to shoot me in the back of the head. <laughs> Blown out on oh, the ground. Sheriff Oakley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll a D20. And 15 or higher, I hit you. Got it. 11. Oh. <laughs> it fires off right next to you. However, what the fuck? <laughs> however, because of the round going off right next to your head, the concussion of that round off centers your equilibrium. So you will take a 5% penalty on your next shots. Got it. The two in front of you each, one of them attacks with its knife. 94 misses. The second one does as well. 86 misses. Oh. Each, you're up. It's getting scary. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to do an attack again. Uh, okay, let's do Let's be uh, let's be daring in this game of ultimate instant death. Under fifty three. That's a one and a zero. Ten percent. Okay. Ten percent. So come on, D twelve. It's eleven. <laughs> Did he freeze her? <laughs> it's eleven. It's eleven. <laughs> it made so yeah. It made up for the last one. <laughs> oh, fuck. So this katana comes across on a horizontal swipe and cleaves this dude's head completely off of his shoulders. For a Wait. slight moment, it's as though the body doesn't even know it's dead. It staggers <laughs> two feet and falls forward, gushing. <laughs> the individual that has the handgun has two targets. One, two, three for you, Odesso. Four, five, six for Mac. Goes after Makamura, and he won't suffer a penalty because he is not prone. 
Nine. Oh, it means that's good. That means no. Does one point of damage. <laughs> Hopefully that gets cut. <laughs> Adesso. All right. The guy who's shooting, he's going to get return fire. And this is a 30 under 58. Fuck yeah. Done. Lethality. Lethality. I rolled a... 75. So 7 and 5 is 12. 12. That's, actually a, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that'll work too. <laughs> Although it's not quite the headshot you were hoping for, mm -hmm. it does center punch him in the pocket, exploding out his backside. Hmm. <clears throat> you see the body crumple to the ground in the dirt. Max sees the other individual engaged with you each. Aims and takes the shot. Wow. 66. That's a critical fail. Oh, <laughs> His gun jams. No, you just get your other ear blown out. <laughs> <laughs> He's like got his arms on your shoulder. <laughs> His gun jams. I like that one. That's a good one to tell him. Well, it's the most likely thing. Yeah. You know, stovepipe failure. You got to drop the mag, run the slide, and reload. That's puts you out for an entire round. <laughs> the cultists in front of you, each, who just saw his comrade's head get lopped off, needs to make a sanity check. Eight. He passes. Oh, damn. He attempts to attack you with the obsidian blade. 84 misses. Each. Bring oh. it home. All right. Well... Let's uh, let's see if we can do, <laughs> do it again. Uh, we're going under fifty-three, melee weapon. Ot seven. Oh. Ot seven. Double O seven. I'm All a right. secret agent, bitch. <laughs> Damage for that is eleven again. Uh, describe again. for me the death of this cultist, the final cultist. <laughs> <laughs> the sword uh, blocking the obsidian blade. I whirl around and cut him straight across the stomach, seppuku style. His innards and balloon animals start to fall out, and I just stand there and watch him till he falls to his knees. And then, because he was an honorable opponent and fought me with a blade, I will be his second and behead him. <laughs> <laughs> At that moment. Ooh. You see the moon go into a full lunar eclipse. The entire mountain is bathed in this reddish hue. And you see the blood that has been spilt on the ground turn this dark, dark black. You see the stone in the center of this ring turn black. It's almost as though it's emitting this obsidian illumination. A few moments later, the eclipse begins to pass and the stone returns to its normal color. You start hearing the insects chirping again. Start hearing the wildlife make noise again. And the three of you are left on top of this mountain in the middle of Colorado. 
and we'll decide what we're going to do in the epilogue. All right. <laughs> Good job, agents. Uh, I guess Good all that's hoo-ah. left to do is pick up the hammer and knife and get back to work. You're <laughs> <laughs> such a jeweler. <laughs> Is it, should we have had Makamura stay on the train and when he heard the scream, he goes and investigates and texts us? Or do we want to just... We're done, yeah. Yeah, it's hands off the chess piece at that point. You could send him back if you want. No, I'm saying if we wanted to rewind, did you want us to find that girl? Is it important? It it could have been. It doesn't matter at this point. I mean, we're cutting all this anyways out. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Um, I'm trying to see if you wanted us to... That car was rented to Deacon Gray. Okay. So, get two cars. Okay. Thank you for joining us once again on Roll the Hard 20 Podcast. Remember, you can find us and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and Audible. And if you like what you're listening to, be sure to leave us that five-star rating and review. Don't forget about our YouTube channel at Roll the Hard 20. So if you're into watching and you want to help support the show, then head on over and hit that subscribe button. It really does help the show out. We can also be found in the wild on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So don't forget to look for us there and check us out. You can also contact the show directly at RollTheHard20Podcast at gmail.com or head on over to the website at RollTheHard20Podcast.com where you can download the current show directly, pick and choose past shows from our archives, or view our galleries. We've got a lot of stuff posted over there, so check us out. And finally, join us on our Patreon at patreon.com slash rollthehard20podcast, where you can become a hard slinger and pick up swag. So, until next time, keep your dice warm and your glass topped off as you roll those hard 20s.